It's time for From the Bench with Dench with your studio host, Denny Rittenhouse. Welcome to another episode of From the Bench with Dench. I'm your host, Denny Rittenhouse, and with us tonight for our special NCAA bracket preview is the founder and uh, uh, guiding principal of the Blue Fugate Bracket Challenge, and uh, something that's very popular in this part of the Southern Illinois, but it's expanded well beyond uh, the borders of Illinois and, and its uh, enormity of uh, a challenge for the bracket. which started out as a mild fundraiser, has uh, grown into one of the larger fundraisers that the MS Society has in Southern Illinois. And so uh, a tip of the hat to, to Greg Fugate, who joins us in studio. And uh, Greg, thanks a lot for joining us and uh, uh, nice work on the Blue Fugate Challenge over the years. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. And so this year's challenge, uh, you, you've grown, let's go back to year one first and what you recall about year one in, in putting the bracket challenge together. Um, you you uh, have some near and dear concerns to the MS Society and so you, you put this together in year one, people pay a fee to enter and you split the proceeds to the MS Society in the winter. Do you remember the, the um, pot year one? <laughs> Um, no, but well, it was it, it obviously less than today. I think the winter year one was about six or seven hundred dollars, and uh, last year's <clears throat> last year's winter was uh, twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Uh, wow, yeah, uh, enormous growth there, and uh, it's a lot of fun if you get a chance to participate. And we'll we'll tell you how during this uh, podcast, um, but. It, we only got a couple days if you're fortunate enough to listen to this before the podcast. So uh, if not, just file the information away and I encourage you to join next year. But uh, the beauty of Greg's bracket challenge is Greg himself and uh, the, the <laughs> effort he puts into it to communicate uh, throughout the challenge. And um, uh, you just, you got a great sense of humor and you intersperse that throughout your communications. Um, I, for one, appreciate it. But... Uh, from the name itself, the Blue Fugate Challenge, um, you know, some uh, a bit of self-deprecating humor behind <laughs> that, right? Yeah, so the last name Fugate is, is not the most common in the world, but if you do have the last name Fugate, uh, you might be asked two things. One is, are you related to the blue people? And then some other stuff. But um, So the blue, the blue Fugates are uh, a family from Kentucky, to which I bear no... Uh, relation, but uh, is the name that, or the, the the story that most people are familiar with, with the Fugate name, so I just thought it would be a fun way to, to name the challenge and and try to uh, set the tone that we're, you know, not making, or not taking ourselves too seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to have fun and raise some money for a good cause. You, you certainly do that, and if, if you're fortunate enough to be involved in the Blue Fugate and get the communications from Greg, um, I encourage you to hit the links that he inserts there because there, there's some funny material in there, uh, none better, especially if you're a Seinfeld fan, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, he picks the perfect snippets of uh, Seinfeld 
Seinfeld uh, uh, comedy to uh, relate in information none better than the honor system, and we'll leave it at that for uh, <laughs> non non Seinfeld. So, but it's a lot of fun. Or you, he does the. Uh, now I'm going to put you on the spot here, but because I know it's a lot of work. But the meet the competition yeah. uh, that you put together uh, uh, over the years, uh, just a little snippet. Most of it you make up bullshit uh, <laughs> on, on the individuals, right? And, and you put stuff in there, but it's a fun way to break the ice. And I've gotten to, to appreciate some of the competitors of who I have no clue who they are. Uh, <laughs> and so, so it's, uh, it's funny. Yeah, I think everybody likes seeing their name um, in bold print. Which is something I learned from reading, you know, Jerry Berger and reading the paper in, in <laughs> days gone by. Um, but the meet the competition was kind of what you're describing. I mean, we when we first started, it was in 2009. That was, at least for me, the beginning of social media, and uh, with Facebook, and suddenly you're in touch with friends all over the country, and so it seemed like a way to you know kind of get everybody who had uh, agreed to participate. Uh, sort of involved and aware of who else was was playing and and certainly once it grew beyond you know uh, sort of a stable of friends to a much larger group I mean at this point we're at we'll probably be 240 entrants across all the platforms um, you know just have fun and give everybody an opportunity to uh, see their name in print and hopefully write something funny and let them laugh and and uh, understand all the other people that are contributing to the same good cause. And you had at, you had mentioned earlier, um, in terms of size, that uh, you know obviously we're pretty concentrated in the St. Louis metro, which is where we're based, Missouri, Illinois. But I think uh, last time I checked, it was 22 states, um, maybe 23 this year, and a couple of folks that participate internationally. So I'll take anybody who wants to to participate. There's you know there's no restriction or, or uh, you know, uh, reason that anybody can, so. Well, that's great, that's great stuff, uh, 20, 22 state representation, and and if you're lucky, and the point of uh, my show tonight, following this intro, is, is to show uh, the <laughs> diverse nature of uh, who participates, and that anybody can win this. That's in, true. In a yep. bracket, I don't know about you, but I've never won one of these damn things. Not just yours. I'm talking any bracket I've entered, and I consider myself a pretty knowledgeable basketball guy. I've been broadcasting it for 25 years, and I go to college tournaments and all this, and I I just can't pick a winner for nothing. And we're going to have people in this room uh, in a few minutes that that have. Um, zero experience in watching college basketball that it finished higher than I have in these in these brackets and we've got some uh, uh, our, our defending champion who I wouldn't put in that class uh, coming in here tonight as well so so I mean that's part of the fun of it right is is the uh, diverse nature you have of people participating for a good cause yeah but along the way um, some of these people actually win it yeah, and uh, one of the things that's included in the uh, Meet the Competition is my uh, self-assessed or self-measured uh, uh, odds of that person winning, um, which is also just made up and for fun. But the second year of our existence, my great aunt, who is turning 76 this year, won, and uh, she picked Duke, and they beat Butler. And I think I had said in my uh, meet the competition that her chances of winning were 
diddly divided by squat. <laughs> and, uh, and she ended up winning the entire thing. So it's just kind of gone from there. We've had winners as young as 14 or 15 and winners as old as mid-70s. Um, and last year we had a dog. So every, everybody gets a shot. Yeah, there you go. And uh, what's really fun is is you've got the pay scale set up to allow multiple entries. Mm-hmm. So so it, 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 the more you donate, the more you can have fun. But it gets hard to make a you know fill out ten brackets. <laughs> yeah. I find myself a couple times over the years. I, I entered one bracket where I flipped a coin. Uh, every for every game in the in the bracket, and that's it, who I, I I put in as the winner. I did pretty good, better than most years <laughs> that year, because Wisconsin yeah. had a nice run, and that, and that's who ended up um, winning in my bracket, and they went pretty far. So I so I did okay. Another year, I did research on who the favorite alumni from every school in the <laughs> tournament was, and I picked the winner based off who had the better alumni, in my opinion. Uh, Purdue won out. And they had a good year that year, so so that well, wackiness can prevail sometimes in, in this. Have you ever won a, a, a bracket challenge? Yeah, yeah, I've actually won a couple. I agree with you, though. I mean, well, first of all, uh, depending on how many entries you... You can buy unlimited entries in the Blue Fugate, and uh, that's just so people can have as many shots at it as they, as they want. And I always think that the more, not just the more participants, but the more brackets are in, the more fun people have. You get more than just one shot. If your team loses in the first round, you still have a shot if you've got a second bracket. But I would completely agree with you that after three or four brackets, it becomes difficult to, you know, sort of imagine a different outcome. Um, and there are only so many ways it can go, but... Uh, well, yeah. you should throw a rule in there. No, no design in a, a bot to fill out the unlimited <laughs> brackets. Yeah. Some programmers I know are already generating that thought. Yeah, so. <laughs> we've got some entrants who are uh, future uh, engineers who are looking at ways of uh, mastering that. But yeah, I think the number of the the most anybody's filled out so far is somewhere between twenty and thirty, and I can't conceive of doing that myself but everybody's different I mean, you, the more yeah. the more chances you got the you well, know that's part the of more the fun, fun of it um, a, a quick entry way should somebody in the next day or two your email yeah that's the fast I mean the easiest way or text I mean everybody texts these days so I'm going to text to be 314-566-8588 if you want to do email it's my name Greg G-R-E-G and then the word few F is in Frank E-W at msn.com and we can get you set up right pretty much until game time on Thursday. And I was going to mention too that this year we're, we're adding, so you can do the men's challenge, uh, which is sort of the, you know, the standard uh, blue fugate. There's also a high rollers um, entry, which is just one entrance for $100 and that, that, that bracket challenge has fewer entrants. So slightly easier odds. You're not competing against 200 people. You're competing against five. And then this year we also added the women's bracket because the women's game has just gone up in popularity over the course of the last several years. And now ESPN, which is the that's that's who we use for the bracket challenge online, they offer the women's challenge. So you can fill out a, a women one women's bracket for each of the men's brackets that you fill out. So if you buy, you know, ten men's brackets, you get ten women's to go with it. 
I can't imagine picking Iowa ten, uh, ten times in a row, but <laughs> that might be the way it goes. Of course, Kate Martin, the Edwardsville high graduate, uh, feeding the ball to uh, uh, the gal you featured in uh, the recent email, Caitlin uh, Clark. Caitlin Clark, yeah. Um, so, so they're a fun team to watch for the women. I've gotten to appreciate the women's game a little more here the last couple of years. Uh, broadcasted high school girls, and so so I would, uh, would look forward to participating in that uh, as well. Well, Greg, wonderful job you've been doing with this. I just wanted to get some some thoughts here, um, and real quick before we go, you also had the Frozen, uh, well, the Carruthers Cup. I guess <laughs> if I'm reading the emails correctly, and so so yeah, maybe maybe I'll win the women's challenge, and you can call it the the from the bench with Dench Cup or something we, like that. We can work out a sponsorship yeah, there. That would be great. <laughs> there we go. All right, thanks a lot. And when we come back, we'll have that panel discussion for you on the the Blue Fugate Tournament Challenge. Uh, Greg, thanks a lot. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. And we turn from the uh, session with uh, Greg there. And thanks, Greg, for the overview of the Blue Fugate. We're going to give you a little flavor of what the Blue Fugate's all about. We've got a panel discussion from participants of uh, current year, years past, never. We've got a whole flavor of it. And the... uh, uh, idea behind this is just demonstrate the variety of uh, participants that come into the, the Blue Fugate Challenge and uh, some being novices, others being um, defending champions, and then you got others that are self-proclaimed basketball experts like, like myself <laughs> that suck in doing brackets. And so, so I'm here to, to try to learn from all of you so I can win this damn thing one of these years. And, and so that's, that's the goal, is to help me win. And so with that, I'm going to absorb the knowledge, and I'll decide what to and not to do from, from what I, I garner here this evening. So, so without further ado, we'll, we'll get to our panelists here. And, uh, first, we'll start uh, going left to right on your listening dial. Um, Tori Roots, our defending champion in the Blue Fugate. Actually, if you're in the Blue Fugate, you'll see Rufus the Dog. Named as the entrance, and uh, Tori's uh, a dog is Rufus. So, Tori, welcome aboard, and congratulations on the win last year. Thank you. Thanks for having me back here on the bench. Uh, I guess not many people say they're happy to be back on the bench, but I am today. <laughs> there go. I, I did a lot of did a lot of bench riding uh, in high school, but this is just a different different feel here. Huh? <laughs> so we had a, we had a. Um, uh, a Duke diehard and, and, and Tracy Fairman lined up and she she had a call to duty for some volleyball refing this evening and so uh, I was gonna um, give Tracy a hard time because I knew coming in that Duke would be her national champion. I could have said the same if I'd asked Justin my son to come in. There's passionate Duke fans out there. They share that same passion as you have for Iowa. So we're going to find out tonight if you're picking with your heart or your brain uh, on this bracket. I'm sure. I think I know which way it's going, but but that's that's to be determined if you choose to reveal. That's the thing with Tory. He's a defending champ. You'll want to listen close to his insights here. But he's also, you can trust him about as far as you can throw him. So you don't know what is going to be bullshit with him and uh, what's going to be real. And so, so we'll look forward to seeing what, what Tori has to, to offer. Sitting next to Tori, we heard from Greg Fugate to open things up here this evening. And we've got Vonda Fugate, his beloved wife. 
and uh, participant uh, year in and year out in the Blue Fugate Challenge. Now, I would describe Vonda as on the novice end of things as far as um, a basketball knowledge and expert, except, and this is where I eat a good heaping serving of humble pie, Vonda has done something I haven't come close to in this tournament, and that's participating in a championship game. And then so, so I, I have to tip my hat. I don't know where she gets, is it pure luck or not? I tend to think yes, but young, maybe not. I really don't know because I've never gotten that far. So, so it's like, it, it's frustrating. And, and this, this will give me an example of why I'm so confused with Bonda. Uh, first of all, thanks a lot, Vonda, for playing along here and jumping on and, and sharing this knowledge that I don't know with us all. Well, thank you for lacking judgment of me so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's how I'm going to prove my point. Last year, one person in the whole Blue Fugate picked UCLA to win it all. I'm looking at her right now. And I was laughed at. And she was laughed at um, for a couple reasons. One, early on for picking UCLA to win it all. Then they, by golly, make it to the Final Four. And, and here's, the, here's the frustrating thing with, with seeing that happen. Vonda was the only one wise enough to pick UCLA to make, uh, to, to even make the, there might have been one other that had them making it, and you picked them to win it. Yet, if UCLA had gone out and won the tournament, you'd have been the only one picking UCLA to win and would have been nowhere near the winner of the bracket, of, of the overall bracket challenge. Because your other 31 picks on day one were so god-awful that you had no chance to recover. Yet, you still beat me. So, so I, I, I eat another serving of humble pie. Again, I don't know whether to be embarrassed or proud. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's two years from an example of how you have puzzled me over the years in this darn bracket stuff. So, thanks for coming in and let me get into the inner thoughts of how you go about this. Although I've watched you the last hour, I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to another participant, and this is the owner and CEO of Shana Ray Photography here in Highland, Shana Holt and Shana, uh, welcome uh, to the challenge. You are definitely on the novice uh, end of things, I, I believe. Sure, sure. All right, That's well, thank, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Now, here's, a, here's how I know Shana's a novice. If I told her the actual defending national champ was my alma mater, the Fompon Griffins, oh, she would okay. say, way to go, Griffins. <laughs> but if you gave me 10 guesses, that's yeah, that not would... true, but if you gave me 10 guesses, I'm not sure I could tell you. <laughs> all right, so, so thanks for laying it all out there with us. Um, if you, if you, when you get a chance to hear what Greg talked about, um, it's happened a couple times in this tournament where somebody's mm -hmm. sitting in your shoes um, has won the whole thing. So, so that's kind of part of it to, to demonstrate. And uh, what Shana is uh, her husband Grant, who uh, is also not a, a, a huge basketball fan. And so, so I'll ask. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask Grant a question, and, and you, the the first question I ever asked Grant, you remember? Do you play basketball? That's right. So <laughs> so he walks into my house, 
Shayna's introducing me to his her then boyfriend years ago, yeah. and uh, walks in, and this um, well built six foot three, six four at the time. I don't know. Six yes. four at the six, time. Six, six, four, six three. I six four on my driver's license. Yeah. So, we'll so he walks in, husky build, just a. Uh, you could tell he is an athlete right from the get go. When I looked at him, and I asked, "Wow." tall guy. You play basketball? I'm excited. I, mean, I love basketball. And uh, he gives me a glaring look and says, I play football. <laughs> so, but little did he know at the time, I wasn't insulting him. That was a better answer in my book, but it took him a while to probably figure that out. And, uh, so uh, Grant, Grant's not, not big into following college basketball. I imagine you're kind of like um, um, a mild manner follower that maybe you you get caught up in it. I think that's being generous. Yeah, I think I, think I, I, what I know, I know very little about college basketball and it stems mostly from what my dad will tell me. So um, I think you'll find my winning team here uh, was heavily influenced by Ron Holt. So. uh. (laughs) All right. I think I like this. (laughs) I know Ron and uh, I know what a passionate Fanny is of a similar team, uh, uh, perhaps the same team I am. Um, so so we'll, we'll see where that lands. And so, all right, panels, any questions before we jump into it? Mm-mm. All right. So I would like to note that when we said we would participate and you said what you guys don't know in CBB, you more than make up for with your knowledge in the NFL. And then I said, what's CBD? (laughs) My reply was, I sincerely do not know if that was a serious question or not. And as I sit here, I still don't know the answer to that. I think I do. And I I should point out that that, um, everyone in the room is also in the same fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, in their defense, they're um, uh, not total um, clueless sports fans. Um, um, three of them are def- uh, have won championships in that family league, and Vonda has embarrassed me a few times over the year with uh, her, her victories in, against me head-to-head. So, we were close so, this year. Yeah, I guess we were. <laughs> and Grant's actually defending champ there. That's right. Uh, he de- dethroned the only two-time uh, winner in a row, um, <coughs> myself. But, um, uh, that, that's For the record, I'm one of the other winners. Mm-hmm. I said that. I know, but we didn't name names. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my name on the trophy, too. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah, all of you combined. We don't have time for all, that. All of you combined have as many as me, I think, oh. in that league. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, on to the to. CBBs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to the league, let me add. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start region by region, um, and, and here's the way I'm going to approach it. But um, um, so so we're going to start out west, where the number one seed in the in the overall tournament and number one number one seed is the Gonzaga uh, Zags out there in in the west, and they are the number one seed. So I'm just going to throw this out right away. Does anybody not have Gonzaga going to the final four? I do. Uh, yeah, nope, I don't. No? No, do you? I do. And you I do, do, I'm sure. I, <laughs> so you I, do not. I, so I we're going to start with Vonda um, and, and see why Gonzaga is not going to the Final Four. First of all, who do you have losing, uh, Gonzaga losing to? Boise. 
Boise State, the old in-state rivalry. A lot of people looking forward to that matchup in round oh, two. And I knew that was an in-state. <laughs> well, it's I'm not. It's not ask. actually. It's oh, the West Coast okay. rivalry. <laughs> You've caught me on an error already. Uh, but it is uh, Gonzaga versus Boise State in round two, uh, a potential matchup that uh, uh, is intriguing. I don't think it's going to happen, Tori. No, I don't. The Zags, the, the upset. This, yeah. No. Yeah. She has she has Gonzaga losing in the, the second round. They've been seated this high before and gone out early, so so it's not out of the picture. Right. Uh, but they are a runner up in last year's championship game. They've been in the finals uh, what two of the last four years. They're a quality program, one seed almost every other year right. out west, and so so it's a it's a reach. Not completely off the board. Who right. do you have Gonzaga losing to? I've got Gonzaga losing to Duke. Ah, the old Dukey's getting not a bad selection. In fact, Duke beat Gonzaga this season in head-to-head play back it. in December. Sure. That. I've, got, sure. I've got some <laughs> clients that are Duke fans, and I'm not going to lie. It, it's pretty obvious most of this bracket is, is all... Um, Fun, cute little reasons why. That's, that's fine. Uh, you know, um, your brother's a huge Duke fan, so, yeah. so there's, that's not an absurd mm-hmm. pick either. How, probably slightly more logical than what Vonda did. Well, Thank you God. already pointed out, upsets is how you win. You just can't have like, a <laughs> significant true. amount that's true. early on. Yeah. So. Grant, who do you have Gonzaga losing to? Well, I have oh, them going. Oh, you got them. I have them going four. to the, yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know where Gonzaga is. So Me neither. I don't know. I don't know to Spokane, them. Washington, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> okay. yeah. But I do know they're the Bulldogs. Correct. I knew that. And that is why, why they made it as far as they did. Right. In my bracket. <laughs> because you're a high school alma mater? Yeah, well, because, you know, the bulldog is a popular mascot, but it's not always the exact same bulldog, and this one is. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. Anything else out west? Do you have any other major upsets? That's a major upset. Hmm. I do have... Are you are you asking the whole panel? Yeah, the whole so, panel. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. West, do you have anything The only thing the I'm... At a standstill right now, and I I understand them getting the more they're they're opening the field up for more teams to enter, you know the last four in and all that. I really would like to see the Rutgers Notre Dame play out first before I make a decision, you know, on the uh, the so you got line. Alabama beating one oh. of them or losing to the other. I, I well, I'm a Big Ten guy. I've watched Rutgers play. I. I'd like to see Rutgers win there, and I think the Rutgers Alabama would be a good game, and I want to take Rutgers. I want to move them on. I want them to upset Alabama. But right now, I don't have that filled in. So I have a question. Sure. Um, When is that game being played? There's games Tuesday and Wednesday on... So your bracket doesn't have to be finalized till Thursday. Thursday morning before roughly Mm -hmm. the first tip-off. I know that answer. But I guess with this show today, Denny wanted to have... Got it, got it, got it. it. And, you know, admittedly, I will say I just looked at RUTG slash ND, thought it was a school I'd never heard of. One school I had never heard of. So that's why I told you. She's probably not the only one out there. Yeah. yeah, and people yeah. people take like that, that's like, right. oh, that's a cool name. I'm going to take them on, and next thing you know, they're in the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, and happened. find out it's, it's like, happened. oh, 
That's only one team. It's happened. Uh, who was the team that uh, played the play-in game and made the Final Four uh, a few years ago? It, so that's happened before where that somebody won that playing game and, and had a nice little run. I've got Davidson beating Michigan State. Me too. I, I watched Davidson play uh, yesterday and uh, was impressed. And, and so I don't think this is one of the stronger Tom Izzo teams. Uh, so, so I think um, uh, we could see that upset. Alabama is a sleeper team out west in my mind. This is a team that has beaten Gonzaga, Houston, Baylor, Tennessee and Arkansas this season. That's a pretty good resume uh -huh. for for a sixth seed, and so obviously they've got a couple stumble losses. But uh, look out for Alabama out there. What okay. do you consider? Like what? I know that technic. It sorry. If technically they're seated higher, is it an upset if they lose? Or is like an eight nine? Is that yeah, even considered? Eight, eight nine. They always say, and if you watch the selection, so. At all, they'll say that's a toss-up game. Right. Uh, there's very little difference. So what's the gap got to be for it to be considered an upset? Like a 7-10? Sometimes. Um, they would call that an upset in reporting it just based off the seeds, but uh, the matchups matter. Uh, yeah. could, you know, if you get into the, the guts of the game, you know, one team might have a big guy that um, the other team is a small team that can dominate. So it's a matchup thing. They don't have a big guy that can guard him. Uh, so, so it could be. I think, Tori, what do you think? When you get to the 11 6 and higher, um, that's typically going to be an yeah. upset. Right. right. Uh, definitely the uh, 12 5 is the most common. Yeah. Um, that almost every year. Actually, 11 6, I, I, I had a note down about 11 6 seeds here. Um, let me see if I can find it. So nobody. Since 2010, a six seeds are 21 and 23 versus 11 seeds. Oh. So that's even more than a, a toss-up. That's in favor of the 11 seeds. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, so you. But in a case of Montana versus Texas Tech, nobody picks Montana except me. Huh? No. There'll be plenty of people <laughs> yeah. except you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> yep. You'll so, see people do it. Uh, I, I, that's, but that's a pretty significant three Yeah, the three as it goes down, it, yeah. it happens. Um, maybe every other year you'll see a, a 14 a beat a three, but it, it happens. Same with the 15. A one versus 16 has happened one time in history. Mm -hmm. So so if you've got a, a one seed losing the first game, chances are you're, you're going to be... SOL early wow. lose that one seed so that's so that's the uh, um, so but a very good question Shannon for uh, somebody who doesn't pay any attention to it that mm -hmm. that yeah uh, you know we're on well I was gonna say that I was I was gonna say you know I would I not to throw any of my specific friends under the bus but I'm like I at least know what seeding is like I can look at the numbers and know what that means and that does help a lot I mean <laughs> and then that's where I try to be like smart with my I'm not gonna put a you know 16 over a one but I'll put a 10 over a seven so that's why I went with Davidson yeah well, there uh, you go I gotta throw an upset in there somewhere you know yeah. they're gonna happen I, I did it based solely off watching Davidson yesterday and, and haven't seen Michigan State be up and down all season long while mm -hmm. following the Big Ten like I do and they, they just weren't as strong as some of their teams in the past have been so we're going to scoot down to the East Regional where the defending national champ, 
Fontbon Griffins. <laughs> <laughs> the Baylor Bears have uh, followed up their national championship with another number one seed coming into this uh, NCAA tournament. And so, uh, same question, does anybody uh, not have Baylor going to the Final Four? Again. Oh, no, no, no. I do not. Baylor's, Baylor's not. Tori does not have Baylor going to the Final Four. Ooh, even Tori. Mm. And even your host does not have the Baylor Bears going to the Final Four. Grant? Fair nope. Enough. I don't. Does nobody sitting in this room giving any respect to the defending national champs. I know who to pick on my next. My reasoning is that Baylor has not been healthy. Um, they, they're missing a couple of key players at different stretches, and so they're not really in sync as well as they were last year heading into the tournament. This is where I thought I was brilliant last year. I, I picked Baylor in, in two of my main brackets to win it all because they were the best team I watched all last year early on Likewise. and throughout the season. And so, so it's, it's like, okay, I'm confident in this pick. But then the rest of my picks kind of suck. So, so I didn't. I finished in the top 10 or 15 when Baylor ended up winning last year, but I had no shot of winning. But, um, and so I, I did not go with them this year. I have, uh, well, Tori, let's go. Uh, we'll start over here. Grant, who do you have coming out of the East is a, uh, into the Final Four? Um, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina, yeah, that's what I got. The Tar Heels. Yep. Defeated Duke in Coach K's last home game coaching. Yeah, I saw that. That's I don't watch. See, I don't. I don't follow college basketball at all. But I did see that, and I thought, well, I guess they're pretty good. So I, I gave them a. And who's that bearded mountain man they got leading them this year? You, you know, on uh, Tar Heels. On Tar Heels. Uh, I can't I remember the guy's up. name. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He's a good ball player, and uh, so not a far-fetched pick. I don't think they're as deep. Um, as they uh, probably need to be on uh, the number of games they're going to play here in the next two weeks, uh, so so that could their depth could get them in trouble. There was a famous basketball uh, Michael Jordan. I've heard of him. He he played at North Carolina. You have to look into Michael Jordan a little bit. He, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he was good. Bad. He was good. <laughs> he did a few things in the NBA. <laughs> Unfortunately, he he can't take the court with the Tar Heels this season. Oh. Uh, North Carolina had a decent season, not one of their, their stronger ones in recent years. And like I said, they, they did pull a, a couple upsets along the way. So not, a, not an outrageous pick uh, by any stretch. Who do you have Baylor losing to? I have North Carolina beating Baylor. Um, in, in the uh, Elite Eight. Uh, yeah. Or it would be, um, no, it would be. Yeah. No, second round. Yeah, second round. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. So I that's a big that upset. Right? I didn't see that because I had uh, Marquette beating North Carolina in the first round. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I answer your question, uh, Brady Manick. Yeah. The, yeah. The uh, power forward, 6'9", 230. Yeah, man. Big old red beard. He's a good ball player. Let me see. He is a good ball player. It's a lot of beard. But their, uh, a little mustache. Their, yeah. their main guy is uh, Baycott, who's having a great season, and for Grant, uh, North Carolina, in my opinion, they're kind of hitting a little bit of a stride. So, nice. I mean, they might do some damage. I don't know personally if they're going to make it. To who, do you, who do you have coming out? Who of this? do I do? I have uh, the UCLA Bruins. The UCLA. You have them beating Baylor. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do because they're in yeah. that same bracket. Yeah. Who, who do you have on the bottom? Uh, the UCLA beats is Kentucky. Yes. 
So no no love for Purdue Boilermakers. Well, I got Kentucky beating Purdue and um, Kentucky watching them all year. I was really on. I think you and I discussed this a bit the other night. Kentucky is a really tough team. They've got their uh, lead, their leading scorer and leading rebounder. I think he averages 15 rebounds a game. I mean, he, and 15 a game scoring. Oh, I'm talking rebounds. Yeah. And he averages 16, 17 points a game. Yeah. And, I mean, they're a very talented team, and you got uh, uh, their coach, uh, Cal Perry, who's been down the road. And I, I really like Kentucky. However, UCLA last year, I really fell in love with that team, and I believe they have everybody back this year, or four of the five. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, I think they're going to make uh, they're going to make a deep run. I watched them in the uh, the Pac-10 championship the other night against Arizona. However, Arizona did win, but uh, I think they're just very well rounded. They, they they pass the ball. They work with each other, and so there we go. That, and that was the team that almost clinched my victory Saturday night last last year of Final Four. If they would if they would have beat Gonzaga, I would have won everything Saturday night. Wouldn't have to worry about some, uh, Monday's drama. Yeah. <laughs> UCLA is who I got coming out of out of the East. That's a lot of knowledge. Might be wasted thinking. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> because you have who? Texas. Texas Longhorns. You know, Texas yeah. may surprise you. You don't Longhorn. mess with Texas. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I know Texas losing the first game to oh, Virginia Tech. I, I do too. Yeah. Uh oh, yeah. Troy's getting the eraser out. So no, yep. I, I do too. I, I got him losing to La Tech, uh, who had a very impressive ACC tournament. So so yeah, I I don't see the long. Texas has not been one of my favorite basketball tournament teams. They they seem to disappoint year after year. So. Good luck with that one, Violet. <laughs> this, oh, could be your, you. this could be your UCLA of last year. Yeah. You may be hey, the I only got one. Other brackets. I, I, I'll, take that, I'll take that to heart. And I'll, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll consider it. With that optimist. being said, I think the East is the toughest bracket to pick. Yeah. Um, so so that's it. It's it was easy for me. Game. Sure. What oh, do you it got? was easy for me. Who do you got coming out of the East? Purdue. Purdue. My friend Jenna's sister went to Purdue. Well, there you go. <laughs> and there's your reason, huh? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and um, I also had UCLA in my Final Four. I mean, uh, my uh, Elite Eight tournament. Yeah. So you got Purdue upending the Bruins to get to the Final Four. If that's another that's, name for UCLA, then yeah. 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 That's their nickname, the, <laughs> the Bruins. Do you know Purdue's? The Purdue... Produce by enough Dex. to say they don't need <laughs> Purdue. Purdue Stallions. Now, we were watching Iowa take on the Boilermakers yesterday. Uh-huh. And um, and so I um, uh, taught my grandson, Everett, who was watching with me. And like his father, was uh, rooting hard for Iowa. And so I taught him how to, what we call Purdue when, when we're rooting against them. And it's Purdue. <laughs> Never loved it and, and said, Perdon't not gonna win. And uh, sure enough, the Hawkeyes uh, came away with that victory. So, not a bad pick. I struggled with that one, Shana. And mm-hmm. uh, Purdue was one of the better teams, um, I think, for the first three fourths of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I probably had them win the national title. Uh, they kind of came down to earth a little bit there in the last 
uh, what, four weeks of the Big Ten season, Tori? Mm -hmm. and, um, um, yeah. It changed my mind a little bit. And their coach, Matt Painter, very tough. He, there's got to be a point where you have to do it before I pick him. And um, Painter's reached that point where I can't pick him. He's been there a long time. He had some really good talent and teams over the years. It just hasn't gotten there. So until until they get there, um, then I might consider picking them. But right. I can't go with Purdue. Not a bad pick, though. And you had Texas. That was a bad pick. You <laughs> UCLA and Grant. North Carolina. North Carolina, and I also have UCLA coming out of the out of the East. Oh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> you know, it's have, have you cursed them, Bonda, because they let you down last year? After having that much faith no, in them? I just I don't have faith in them this year because <laughs> you do. <laughs> so. All right, we move over to the uh, other side of the bracket. In the Midwest, we've got the Kansas Jayhawks is our number one seed coming out of the Midwest. This is a bracket I, I struggled with a little bit and uh, made a couple changes last second before um, I, I submitted my picks, but... Uh, Kansas, um, I do not have going to the Final Four. Does anybody else not have Kansas going to the Don't Final Four? Them. I do not. Shana, do you? I do, yeah. I do, I do as well. I went with Kansas. The Kansas Jayhawks with that um, son of a bitch of a coach and Bill <laughs> Self. Um, I, still, I still haven't forgiven Bill Self for leaving Illinois high and dry when uh, they had the most talent they've ever had. And um, um, although Bruce Weber did fine with that talent after he left and got him to the national championship game, but uh, but Self is a slime ball, and he, he's also been implicated in the FBI investigation into the Nike uh, tennis shoe stuff, and somehow has managed to, to avoid punishment on that. And so, um, but it didn't prevent me from picking them the winner of the games because they are talented. <laughs> so. So I do, and I, I'll start off this bracket. I do have um, the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, hitting the Final Four. Uh, yeah, this, is, this is a heavy Big Ten bracket to me, Wisconsin versus Iowa in the Elite Eight, and I give the, the nod to the Hawkeyes to get to the Final Four. I had Auburn at first, and then I just got, like Bill Self, their coach is just somebody I can't stomach, and so so I let, let my... Uh, what would you call it? Hatred for Bruce Pearl. <laughs> for Bruce Pearl, um, and so so it, I I had to change that pick and uh, put Wisconsin there. And that game's a toss up anyway. And listening to the pundits, Auburn's guards are, are kind of sucking right now. And so so I think a a Big Ten final in that that region with the Hawkeyes coming out. Tory echo my sentiment there. Yeah, I yep, I echo your thoughts. I have Iowa in the final four. Beating Wisconsin? Some, no. Oh. I, I, I excuse me, I have I have Auburn. I do have Auburn down there. However, uh, I'm kinda looking forward to that matchup. Uh, just to for the fact that Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Bruce Pearl used to be an assistant coach for Iowa. Back in the day when... Well, I know all about that. Yeah. yeah, he's the reason yeah. Illinois got put on probation. Right, the old Deion Thomas uh, situation. But I, I, here's what happened, guys, to kind of give you some synopsis and uh, that maybe you can relate to and understand. Bruce Pearl turned Illinois in for some alleged violation that was never proven. 
But while they were investigating, they found some other alleged violation, which they just ended up calling lack of institutional control. And they dinged Illinois on probation for a couple of years as a result. It was kind of like Kenneth Starr investigating Bill Clinton for um, something politically, couldn't prove it, and ended up getting the Monica Lewinsky thing rolling as a result of something he was investigating. Same thing. It, it was a bullshit charge, and yeah, I'm saying that was a bullshit charge against Bill Clinton. It, 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 it was the same thing, and it just rubbed me the wrong way with, with Bruce Pearl. He's been a slime ball ever since. Mm-hmm. I, I think every uh, college he's been to, there's been some illegal, illegal yep. recruiting, legal things going he's on. He's been fired. Yep. He, he can coach. Obviously, he coaches well because every team he's been with, like I think he went up to Marquette. Was he at Tennessee for a while? Uh, I don't think it was Marquette. It was Wisconsin Green Bay. Okay, Wisconsin Because Illinois beat them in the 05 um, NCAA, NCAA tournament. But he's, he, he's so he's t- Auburn now? He's the Auburn's coach, and Auburn was number one for a couple weeks. Yeah, this year. Good team. And, and back to, I'm going to jump back to the East with Purdue with Matt Painter. It seemed like there was a lot of teams this year that got the number one ranking in college basketball, and they couldn't hang on to it that week. It's like they got crowned number one. And turned around and laid it dead. A lot of and pressure to be yeah, one. Very true. Now, um, what's oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I honestly have Wisconsin losing in the second round I do to Iowa State. And the thing I do when I'm picking, I, I kind of look back and I'm like, why do I have Iowa State beating Wisconsin? Well, I've seen Iowa State play a couple times this year. They've got a a hell of a team, um, I, and I, they play in the, the Big 12, and they've battled like KU and Texas, Baylor, whatever. I mean, they've got a solid team. Wisconsin's kind of struggled here lately. Um, I just had them moving on, and then I got Auburn beating them. But I'm really looking forward to the Iowa game uh, against Auburn for Iowa to upset their old assistant coach from 30 years ago. But uh, Vonda was just asking me if I picked with my heart earlier with Iowa going there and a little bit yeah but I'm kind of liking the Iowa team as of late they're kind of one of the hottest teams in basketball they are and I kind of stubbed my toe about 10 years ago I think when UConn was it UConn when they ran through their Big East tournament and they ran through the NCAA tournament won the championship so I kind of yeah had the heart and hopefully my brain a little bit I watched a lot of Iowa, a lot of Big Ten basketball, so that's why I rode them. To and Keegan Murray is one of the better players in the country, and if he, he gets hot, they can ride his his coattails as well. Right. I'm curious as heck to find out who Vonda has. You're going to be up. shocked. Coming out of the Midwest. You are going to be shocked. Is it South Dakota State? No. <laughs> I have Auburn and Iowa playing, and Iowa beats them, so I picked Iowa. Oh, look at There we and go. And you guys followed my lead, I think. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, uh, you want to talk dark horse out there. South Dakota State is the hottest team in the country. Have not lost a game this year since January 1st. So you got to go back to December for the last time Iowa or South Dakota State lost a game. And that was pretty, it gives a pretty good um, uh, Missouri State team uh, out of the Valley Conference as their, their last loss uh, of the year. Um, they have the best shooting team in the country. Uh, they, they're short, so a team with size can cause them problems. But um, 
Uh, they got a, a lot of best. The problem with them, obviously, with a school this small, they don't play the same competition. And so that's usually where these schools get bit, is by the depth on the benches of the stronger schools. And uh, but, but I do have them beaten Providence, a, a four seed, uh, a 13-4 uh, upset there. So a team to watch out there. And it, uh, Kansas, the two Kansas people, the Holtz, both buy into Kansas. That's right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. honestly, As, mine came from not having any other one seeds getting that far in my bracket. I Ooh. thought, I guess I need to do... Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I had Gonzaga going all the way, but... He I says it, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's right. Kansas is always Kansas. good, right? I just, I just know Kansas is not a bad pick to get out of that region. Okay. Uh, not by any stretch. Uh, I have them beating USC. Yeah, USC... That's a bad pick, probably, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough road to beat Auburn and Let Wisconsin. them have it, Danny. Let them have it. Uh, well, they don't... They are, yeah, that's, that's a... Uh, I have them beating LSU. I have LSU beating Wisconsin, and then they play LSU, and it shows what I know. Well, we'll see. Hey, in the end, the thing with these brackets, though, you pick up more points as each, each round goes on. So you, you can afford to lose some of those in the first two rounds. Mm -hmm. um, and if, if your Kansas pick goes all the way, you're going to accumulate a lot of points. Yeah. So, so uh, nothing wrong with that. I, Go ahead. I had, a, I had an upset in here when I picked Miami um, over USC. And then again, Miami over Auburn. Nice. Which was my most questionable decision. But honestly, like I said, this was the end of my bracket because I went down that way so again yeah. i'm like i gotta mix it up yeah <laughs> and that's how miami ended up i got miami beating usc not to but seven and ten yeah it, it's gonna be a close matchup i think it, yeah they go head to head really good i it, it'll be a good one what other kind of stats you got over there how's a 10 compete against a two a 10 i don't have that i can look that yeah. up right here to help you out denny um <laughs> you talking about how many Times a tens beating a seven. Yeah, ten and then also a two. Five and two against number seventeen. Uh, excuse me, number seven seeds in the past two tournaments. So oh. is not an absurd uh, over thing the to seven, do. but over the two. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but over, yeah. How often do they ride that far? Yeah, that's, that's a little different. Um, that you never know. The, yeah, yeah. Never know. The Gus. more we talk, the cockier I'm getting. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> the the KU is a great pick, if if you don't mind me saying. Um, I do. Of course, I went with Iowa to get to the lead eight, but uh, KU's got a hell of a ball player. I think it, you pronounce his last name Agabaj. <laughs> it's yeah. a tongue twister. Heck of a ball player. He's like a six five guard. I mean. They can play. They're, they're a very good team, obviously, number one. But I don't know, sometimes with you, with that, with uh, Bill, uh, Bill, uh, Self. Bill Self, it seems like every now and then he always has great teams, but he always seems to find a way to lose. He does. It's a double tournament. I don't, it, it's almost an all or nothing with uh, Bill Self, Kansas teams. It's like, and they're going to lose in for one of the first two rounds. Or get all the way to the title game. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's not a whole lot in between with him. And uh, more times than not, it's the early exit. But he wins often enough to stick around. Right. 
You know, and if I'm being fair, he is a, he is a pretty damn good coach. Um, he, he's won everywhere before he's been to Kansas. He's been there for 20 years now, so so he's uh, he's doing something right there. Right. He just cheats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on uh, to the South Region, where Arizona Wildcats garner the number one seed. And so, who wants to start on, uh, well, first of all, anybody not have Arizona going to the Final yeah. Four? Vonda does not? <laughs> I know you do. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Am yeah. I wrong? Did Illinois beat Arizona that year that... The oh, oh, the come comeback! Was that Arizona? I, yes, I actually watched it. So thing. when I'm wa- so when I'm looking at Arizona against Illinois, I can't help but think Illinois is going to win <laughs> based on that one game. They've I had some. <laughs> they've had some epic battles over the years, Arizona and Illinois. Just a couple years before that wild comeback, Illinois played Arizona at Air. It was in Phoenix. It was an Elite Eight game. And this, this really frustrated me. It was a good Illinois team. They were the number one seed. Arizona was a three seed. And they had Luke Walton. Bill Walton's kid was on that Arizona team. And announcing the game for CBS was Bill Walton. So now we got play Arizona in Arizona. We've got Bill Walton calling the damn game. Uh, on the road, and Illinois almost pulled it off, uh, another comeback. Actually, not nothing like 05, but but they were down six or eight points and had a, a chance to tie it on the last uh, last second shot, and it went in and out. And so so it was a heartbreaking loss there. That 05 year is about that's the most I've participated in March Madness in my life. Well, you couldn't because your your dad was uh, totally swept up on Illinois that yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, we took you down to the Final Four. Uh-huh. I saw, got out of school. Saw Kelly Clarkson. Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Um, somebody else, too. Josh Stone. Mm-hmm. Josh Stone, uh, yeah. No yeah. So, so down there at all the festivities and uh-huh. went and watched teams practice. We didn't actually go to the game. I got Dick Inberg's autograph. He had a, he's the one that called the game, the, the comeback game, and then he was in town for the Final Four. And... Um, Got his autograph on a book he had released. So that was a memorable season. It's yeah. a good one to remember. Yeah, it was fun. And so I'm going to start right here because I think you said you followed your dad's um, yeah. passion. And so do you have the Illini coming out? Well, yeah. And well, I talked to my dad on the phone the other day. And so this is the only team I even know anything about. But apparently they have a, a player. What is this, Kofi? Is Kofi Cobra. Kofi? He's yeah. supposed to be really good. My dad's a big fan of him. Yeah, he, he's built like your dad. Yeah. My, just, a, just a huge husky. Yeah, my strong. dad always likes those kind of guys. So he's yeah, <laughs> he a little him. bit bigger than Ron, though. Yeah, he's a little taller than Ron. Yeah. Yeah. seven yeah. one, but... He's in, Kofi Coburn was a guy that last year... Um, was somewhat of a complimentary player on Illinois. They had Io DeSumo as an uh, All-American point guard for him. He went to the NBA. Kofi thought about the NBA and pulled himself out and came back another year and just had a fantastic year mm-hmm. this season. Um, Illinois, in my mind, falls in that same class I mentioned about Matt Painter with Brad Underwood, their coach. He's had some, uh, some good talent now the last uh, three seasons. And he's been a bit of a roller coaster throughout the year. Um, again this season, uh, and so, so I have a hard time picking him until he proves he can do it. 
Uh, he lost to Loyola of Chicago last year in the tournament. So he wasn't the best team in the state, yeah. much less the country, um, going across. And so so maybe I'm, I'm holding a little more of a grudge than I should, but uh, they did win the Big Ten Championship, tied for the championship this year. Mm-hmm. Um, got beat in the postseason tournament. Uh, very talented team. They got the, what, 10th-year senior in Trent Frazier, who's a, a guy who seems like he's been there for – Forever, and then when you had the COVID year added on to everybody, uh, he he just won't go away, and he's gotten better every year. Mm-hmm. So so they've got that. Uh, but Kofi Coburn's a, he's a man among boys. Most teams that he plays against, mm-hmm. uh, he can be slowed down. Um, and the one team that slowed him down better than anybody this year was the Arizona Wildcats in their matchup with Illinois in Champaign back in December. Arizona's got a big front court, and they just throw three or four big men out there and say, follow the heck out of this guy, don't let him take over the game. And so Arizona would do the same thing in their in their matchup, and I do have – I actually have Illinois losing to Houston uh, in the second round of this. And my other 19 brackets I fill out, I'll probably have Illinois – in some of them going to the final four, so not a not a bad pick with the heart there, uh, and going with the Illini. I had to do it. So I also have up? well, I have Illinois in my uh, final four. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not going to knock those picks. Don't get me wrong. I hope you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> I got Illinois in my championship. I've got uh, I've got like I said I got Illinois losing to Houston in the second round. The Cougars are a 27-3 and team, and this is a team that made the Final Four last year. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm like, where's the lack of respect for this Houston team to get a, have a, a season like that and only get – and it comes on strength of schedule, but, but it's a, a, they're a five seed. And so that means a, a very difficult road for Illinois uh, to, to go down to beat a, a Houston and then have to turn around and play Arizona the next week. And possibly Tennessee, in the, uh, if you're looking ahead to the Elite Eight, and that Tennessee team's really good this year uh, as well. And so, so that's, that's a part of my reasoning is just how difficult the other teams are in the East. That's, a, that's our South. That's a, that's a strong region. Um, so good picks with Illinois. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys to win it. Um, Vonda. Yeah. Well, drum roll, please. <laughs> yeah, because... I decided that Houston was not. I and mean, when Texas is going to shine, it's going to be over in the east, not in the south. And however Texas gets in the south and in the east in these brackets, I don't understand that It's a stuff. big state. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. But I have um, Illinois taking over on the south. Look out. Three yeah. Illinois picks wow. over here. Yeah. Wow. That's why I'm shocked. A lot, of, lot of love in the state. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to pick with my brain a little bit. My heart was really tugging um, uh, all through that bracket. But are bracket. you sure you can trust your brain? Is it just saying, is your brain Is your brain just saying, don't listen to your heart? Yeah. No, because he said his other 19 brackets is going to pick right away. <laughs> That's right. Right. This is my bracket of integrity. So, yeah. I, so I tried to go with the brain. Um, and I could be proven wrong. Brad Underwood, I'm a little hard on, um, but but he had a Sweet 16 appearance with Stephen F. Austin two years before he took over Illinois. Stephen F. Austin is barely a notch above Fonfon. And so uh, so when you think about how... I thought you were talking about a person. So it was a <laughs> university down in uh, Austin, Texas. And so, so it's a... 
Uh, he did a phenomenal job with that team. You remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Michigan State was one of the teams he beat in that, in that uh, NCAA tournament. But, but, uh, so, so he can get it done, he, but he's had immensely more talent in Illinois and hasn't gotten there. And so, so now I'm a, a little wavery on it until he gets it done. I, I can't pick him. Who? Huh? I'm caught up on Stephen Austin because I'm That's thinking Stone Steve Austin. And I'm thinking. (laughs) So then you said it was a place, and now I'm confused about. It's a university in Austin, Texas. Right. And that's where Brad Underwood coached. Right. And he got that team, which is like a. And they were a 14 seed, I'm proud, I would imagine. And he got them to the Sweet 16. And now he's. Illinois coach. And you're picking against him? I'm picking against him because he's been here five years now, and. Hasn't hasn't danced the dance yet. It's like, all right, you got some talent. You got guys playing in the NBA for crying out loud. But the, the uh, when he does do it, it's too late. Those kids are gonna graduate and leave, and then yeah. you know you got to catch it while the. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I just yeah. He, he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> he's got the talent. He's saying he just he needs to prove that he can get them far so, to the tournament. Tori, you got Arizona. Yes. Why I, not I, Illinois, expert? I I was hung up on the Illinois. I got U of I winning the first game against Houston in that second, or excuse me, second round, and I have a question mark by it because you picked Houston. I penciled in U of I to get to the Sweet 16. I'm still on the fence on that game. I mean, Houston, like you said, is a really good team. They're what did you say? They 27 and three. I think that was their record. Last year, Final Four team. They've got they just. Sounds like Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, I, I have Houston losing. To I have UAB. Well, that very well could happen. It's <laughs> it's who's gonna show up. I don't even know what UAB is. University of I just Alabama Birmingham. I just think yeah. Alabama Birmingham. Yeah, I just oh. thought I was due for Man, an upset, so well, I was like, it not very well could be. Like like that's that's twenty nine and five is Houston. Twenty nine and five. And I've seen Illinois play a lot this year. What's Illinois's record? Yeah, I was going to Illinois 22 and 9. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe yeah. my interesting. other brackets needed. But, like, I, I saw Illinois play a lot this year, and they can kick butt, but then there's times where they stub their toe and look crappy, and you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I got them winning into the Sweet 16, but I have Arizona beating Tennessee in the Elite Eight, and. Uh, Apparently, I guess there's a lot of people upset that Tennessee got the seed they got. They thought they should have been. They could have been a two, but you know, you flip them to a two, Villanova at three. There's it's still the same right. bracket, so so a lot of whining about nothing there. I picked Arizona because, like Baylor last year, they were easily the best team I watched mm-hmm. this year of all the games I watched, and I didn't see everybody. Uh, you know, I I didn't watch Kansas at all this year. Um, it, so Arizona is just—they're damn good. Mm-hmm. There's just no other way. They to put stood it. out too as much they're, as Baylor did last year. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, uh, that's my mind. They're, they got a new coach, and it's the guy who was an assistant for Mark Few at Gonzaga for the last 20 years. Now he goes to Arizona and just has a phenomenal first season with with Arizona. And so, so I—that's so my reasoning and. Uh, going along, I pretty much had the um, same lower bracket as you with Tennessee making it to the Elite Eight and losing to 
the Wildcats there. And so, so we've got a final four. Let's just quickly sum up our, our final four uh, picks. I've got Gonzaga taking on UCLA and Arizona taking on Iowa. Tori. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. Same wow. thing. That's amazing. Exactly. UCLA and Arizona and Iowa. <laughs> you kiss ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Who, who do you have winning? I'm defending champions. So who, are, are we revealing our, our champions now? If you want. What's the general consensus? Sure. I think we'll I already did. So. I got Arizona winning it. It's going to come down to the early round picks between you and I. That's amazing. We got Uh-oh. the same final four, and I got the same team winning. Which, I mean, we'll keep the point. We'll keep the score to ourselves. Okay. Because <laughs> it might come down to that. You never know. Vonda, your final I've four. I've got Illinois against Iowa and UConn versus Texas. UConn? Did I miss this? <laughs> we missed that. Where, where in the hell did you get UConn out of? Oh, he, UConn up there, you, number five. You had me tell you who beat Gonzaga, and I picked Boise, but then I picked UConn and UConn. Oh, you got UConn oh, coming right up. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Know. I got you. You can't be too sure. No. <laughs> Sorry for, for missing that one in the uh, first round there, but uh, UConn, I got losing in their first game oh, to uh, New Mexico kind State. kind of a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> UConn will definitely be your UCLA if they make it that far because I, I can't see a, a whole lot of people going with the, the Huskies this year. Not a bad program, though. They have won a couple national titles. They don't have a bad and, uh, Like Tori said uh, just a, a not too long ago, I think it was about 10 years ago, um, they caught fire and just uh, rolled right through their conference tournament and then all the way to a national title on uh, Jim Calhoun's last year. Right, final season, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, so not not an off the off the wall, out of this world pick, but um, bit of a down conference this year um, in my mind is, is the Big East. And so, when you talk about Syracuse not being a player, Georgetown not being a player this season, both those teams are uh, not very good. And so, so the traditional powers weren't there in the the Big East, but. UConn has done it before, and so so not not absurdly wrong. And then who do you have in your title game? <laughs> UConn and you, Illinois. UConn and Illinois. <laughs> and winning it? Illinois. Oh, there you go. Chloe <laughs> wiped the sweat off my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I eat more humble pie than, than uh, I serve, Vonda. It's so. pie day. I wish it were today that you'd have to eat it. Oh, Yeah. yeah. 3.14. Yep, pie day. Um, are you asking me my friend? Yeah, I am. I got Purdue, Kansas, Illinois, and Duke. And then my championship is Duke, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And then my champion was Duke. Okay. Coach K going out on the wow. blaze of glory, huh? Wouldn't it be nice to see? It actually would be. I just can't see Duke doing it Yeah. Uh, talent-wise. But, but uh, obviously... Obviously, a perennial postseason powerhouse over the years. Coach K as good as there's ever been, so so not an absurd pick uh, by any stretch. And uh, maybe that magic finds its way um, as he's going out the door. Uh, we shall see. Grant. I have Gonzaga over North Carolina and Illinois over Kansas. 
And then I have Illinois winning it all. I like his Final Four. Illinois over I, Kansas? I, I just like the, the, the losses I heard of uh, North Carolina and Kansas. And, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. A uh, couple Illinois picks here. A little bit of homerism going on in the room. A little bit. Um, we'll see if the Brainiacs that have the exact same Final Four um, prove out. Yeah, mark down that bracket so we can keep track of it. I think what? if, we're, if we champion? get burnt, Tory, it's going to be in that East bracket where uh, Baylor's the one, Kentucky's the two, Purdue's the three, and we went with the four. Um, out there, and so so I think if we get get bit in our picks there, it's going to be that bracket. But you know, I I will have an episode where I talk about this episode and uh, retrospect in retrospect to to acknowledge or brag. Um, somebody will be eating humble pie. I think is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I fully anticipate doing that. Um, so. Dench, I don't think I caught your champion. Arizona. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same. Arizona. Same final four, same champion. And same wow, what a kiss championship nice. game. And they might have the same score. Yeah, actually, who knows? <laughs> Tori doesn't have a score. I do now. I looked at Denny Sheet. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I put one on there. Yeah. But, uh... Whew. I was I was shocked that I, I I didn't do really any homework much last night, but I I think I saw not that it means anything, but I think uh, Dick Vitale and Reese Davis and Seth Greenberg, is that who it is from ESPN, they have Iowa in the final four. Yeah, yeah. So as much as people are probably thinking I'm picking with my heart, I mean they are good and. Hey, I hope you know they. What? I hope they write it out as long as they can. I only ever draft fantasy football teams with my heart, and sometimes I win. That's a lot of Kansas City Chiefs yeah, on my team. You pick NCAA teams with your heart based off clients and friends and uh-huh. uh, different things, and so we'll so sometimes that's the winning formula. That's yeah. the point of this whole show: is there is no super um, secret formula to to winning these. You've got people that analyze analytics and and crunch numbers and try to play out every potential scenario game there is and they still lose so so because you just get those South Dakota states that come up and um, do some damage to somebody's bracket and uh, that's the beauty of this tournament that's why I take off every year to watch this Thursday and Friday madness Um, I, I spent part of last night watching buzzer beaters over the years um, there, there's quite a few uh, that are that worth worth revisiting. Arizona, Illinois, I watch every year uh, heading into the tournament, and so so yeah, it's it's a magic that that uh, you know you talk about sports and and why do some people love it so more? It's it's the great escapism, you know. It gets you away from that day to day grind and gives you something to look forward to away from. The worries of the world, you know, we're fortunate in this country not to, not to have bombs dropping on us. We can go out and watch a damn basketball game, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the beauty of uh, sports here in America. Well, panel, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll come back and do some bragging rights, or at least I'll I'll, I'll summarize in a segment at some point down the road and acknowledge uh, uh, the winners and the 
the uh, others that'll give it the old college try next year. Right? <laughs> no Thank pun you. intended. That's right. <laughs> I look forward to listening to the retrospect. Yes. Well, thank you all for, for joining in. Um, as always, you can find this on your favorite streaming service. I'm now on Spotify and Amazon and um, what are the others out there? Google Apple and Podcast. Apple. I'm on Apple, uh, Deezer, a couple of the other uh, niche players. And so, so you can easily find From the Bench with Dench. Um, and uh, participate in the Blue Fugate if you got time before this uh, tournament starts. This one uh, will, uh, uh, but if not, just listen and learn, um, especially from your host. And uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, uh, eat that, eat those words in about three weeks. So enjoy the madness, and uh, thanks for tuning in on From the Bench with Dench. <laughs>